Here we are. Hello. <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome to Winging It at the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea, and I'm here with our friend Sarah Johnson. I'm back, guys. What's up? And we Hi. are going to talk about the season four oh, finale. Heavens to Betsy. We're going to talk about episode entitled 25, which is actually confusing because it's actually episode 22, but whatever. It's okay. Sorkin can do whatever he darn well pleases. In this, his last episode. I can't believe I we've come to this momentous like precipice. We need, to, we need to do something to honor the moment of getting... What would be fitting? I don't know. I'm just sad about it. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the rest of the series, but I miss me Sorkin. Yeah. Golly. And he just like... Gone. He's he, gone. He just writes a cliffhanger and then he's like, well... Peace out, yo. Here you go. Yeah. Okay, so you guys probably all know what happens in this episode, but just in case you haven't rewatched in a while, we can recap. That can happen. Mm -hmm. So it's a doozy. Uh, at the top of the episode, Ugh. we have to tell oh, Bartlett. I mean, what a way to start off the episode, by oh. the way. Oh, and you know it's even worse because they're kind of like sitting around yeah. looking at pictures. He's literally looking well, at. Baby yeah, he's looking at baby pictures and already feeling verklempt about the fact that she's going away for three months. He's so. even going to host, be a, be a judge at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. Her <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so he's already grieving that she's leaving, and then Abby's kind of being like hostess of the most is, mm -hmm. and either way, it's just a terrible setup. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a perfect setup, but it's like, it raises the stakes, and it's heartbreaking. So we finally tell the Bartlets, and then it's Everything else is just really it all just happens. starting like, to yeah. figure out a plan. Other things that happen, uh, Toby tells us that the babies were born. We'll talk more about all of this, but Toby tells us that the babies were born. And let's see. I mean, really, yeah. Basically. It's just everyone trying to find Zoe. Yeah. And then. everything up. Yeah. Find her. Ultimately, there are some personnel changes at the end. Slightly. It's not. Yes, just a smidge. I have thoughts about that. We'll get there. <laughs> you have thought. I'm glad you have thoughts we'll about that. We'll get there. We'll also talk about the fact that this is Sorkin's last episode and some of his thoughts mm -hmm. as recorded on the internet. So let's sing. Yes, it's let. the morning time. It let's is just the morning time. <laughs> warm let's up those vocal it. cords. <clears throat> Acapella, mind you, again, yeah. post edit. That's true. Post production. Let's do it. Da, da. <laughs> That's where we end because it's the morning and oh, man. There ain't no one but Mariah Carey hitting that next note. That is right. Well, well, 1995. True, Mariah Carey. Not now, Mariah. Not even. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mariah thoughts we too, but that's a different podcast for us. It is. Time. It's the Mimi. Oh. Mimi's life. I don't know. Um, okay, so where do where do we even begin? Well, gosh. Um, I mean, Tay Diggs is back in this episode. That's yeah, not okay. mad about it. Let's start <laughs> That's there. Where you want to be, Tay? Okay. <laughs> I mean, he's at the beginning, and, and it's when you know they they they're telling everyone that it's yeah. happening, and Josh is uh, they're all still down, I guess, outside the club. The club, yeah, yeah, where they found out about it. Um, Charlie goes into I don't Ooh. even know Papa Bear mode. That sounds weird to call it that, but he just he goes into a mode. And yeah. he's like wanting to hop in his car and find her. Yeah. And uh, 
they stop him from doing all of that. Yeah, I'm. I wrote. I'm just glad that Josh or that Charlie had Josh. Seriously. In that moment, I mean, really, because well, Char- you see Charlie get kind of like up in his business for a second, like push him away, get kind of mm-hmm. forceful. It's like, hey, I didn't know you had it in you, Charlie. Oh, he does. But he sure does. And then when they say, hey, is she on any sort of drug? Right. You know, it's her last night before she leaves. You know, Did she take anything. He and of remembers. course, her dumb, dumb boyfriend wanted her to take ecstasy. Asshat, I believe, is what we called him in the previous <laughs> podcast episode. Jean Paul. So Charlie runs yeah. over. Yeah. We'll just, I mean, I'll assume that he knew where Jean Paul was. Oh, but he clearly, just like, clearly. he darts over to him yeah. and wants to know if he gave her ecstasy, which he did because mm-hmm. he's tripping. It's so. He's seriously oh, tripping. Gosh. In every way, shape, and form. Yeah. And then CJ's getting ready to do the press conference. Yes. Or the, you know. So it's really important that the entire world stage know mm-hmm. that. President is fine. He's commander in chief. Yes. Business Government as is usual. Running. Yes. We're all Golly. going on and moving forward. And I mean, there was really no question that CJ was going to like handle it. Oh, she like handled it every time. Of course. But, you know, it is fitting well, for the dramatic, you know, nature of the episode where Leo's like, this is the most exactly. important press conference of your life. She's kind of like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll just go nail it. I'll be right back. BRB, guys. <laughs> Gotta go pull a Beyonce before Beyonce pulled a Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce's just a, a later version of CJ Craig. So Holding true. it down. Oh, my god. Who run the world? CJ. CJ. <laughs> oh, so man. True. There's gonna be Beyonce in this episode. <laughs> we get sued. Um, okay. Don't tell Donald Trump. It's just not for Well, um... Then, yeah. Uh... Gosh, I mean, seriously, it's just, it kind of just goes from one shot to another of everyone just running around trying to figure out what's happening. And then, um, you know, the president is down in the sit room with everybody. And it's kind of the first glimpse of seeing that maybe he's not capable of handling being a father in this situation and also the president of the United States. It's a little bit stressful. It's slightly stressful, I would say. I mean, he's got to know in a moment if he's going to give the word to do some pretty... Yeah. Incredibly scary thing. There are a couple scenes down in the sit room. The later one is definitely the most intense because there's like, a, I guess, a plane flying mm-hmm. in, in a mm-hmm. no-fly zone. Yeah. And there's just a lot of confusion. Yeah. And if there's anywhere that there should not be confusion, it's the sit room. It's the sit room. So it's kind of the one room in the whole of this country, maybe world, that you would like to know that there's never confusion. Yeah. Complete clarity, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. Like we've, no, I don't think we've ever really seen confusion mm-hmm. there. I think it's just been a matter of like weighing options right. and then waiting for things to take place. Well, and this was like, what's going on and in the here? The whole episode kind of felt like that to me. It's the first episode that you kind of see that everyone they're just people. They're just trying to do the best job they can do, and everyone's scared of screwing up and making a mistake, which is a little terrifying to watch when you think about that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> We really have people in the White House right now who are probably, you know, wondering if they're screwing up or not. <laughs> so on that note... But we're still here. We are still here. Um, also, so, okay, tr- pivoting because there's, there's so much here. Golly. Uh, we haven't seen Toby. No. In a minute. <laughs> no. It's like, what happened to Toby? But there's been a lot going on, so it's it's understandable mm-hmm. that they wouldn't notice. But Toby comes back. They haven't seen Toby in like two days, if you're thinking about it. Is it two days or one? Either way, it's all know. day. It's and a long time. He's probably never gone for more than like no. a couple hours. No, I do love that no one even questions of where's Toby. I, well, except for Will. So, oh Will, thanks Will. 
he questions it because he needs help on, on the true. remarks exactly. for what he exactly. needs to do. Uh, has anybody heard from Toby? And where was Toby? <laughs> the hospital. He was having the baby. He was bonding with his babies. Huck oh. and Molly. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I'm sweet. just going to say it now because I'd ha- I have to say it in every episode, but Richard Schiff is... The king. He's best. the king. I love him. Oh, I know. I word. say it in every episode. <laughs> Even if I'm not being recorded, I say it. And I know, like, I don't know that I could actually pick a favorite because I, you know I love them all for different like reasons. Your favorite child? Yeah. yeah. I mean, not that Richard Schiff no, is my child. I don't. Well, and <laughs> but also, no children. I have a special place in my heart for Richard Schiff. I think he's an incredible actor. And so when he comes back and oh. he's all business as usual, yeah, like, okay, you did a great job, CJ, and Josh, you need to do, you need to do this. Meanwhile, no we'll... one knows where he's been. Right. And then he gets... And then he just mentions, oh, okay, the guys. babies were born. And then he just gets, like, caught up in emotion oh, as he says it. Like, he just, just allo- kills me. he just allows it to happen. And then it pushes into his office and, and a close-up the on whole, him. That whole moment and then the moment he has with CJ... Just the look between the two of them. Gosh. The whole thing was just so brilliantly executed by these people. I mean, they nailed it. Ugh. You felt it. You felt every emotion that you were supposed to feel. And probably a few more beyond that. Yeah. It was perfect. All of the feels. It. Yeah, basically, I can't remember what episode it was. It's this, like, tiny moment where CJ's giving the press conference. I know all of you know what I'm talking about. Where CJ's giving a press conference and Toby's watching from mm-hmm. the back, and he, like, puts his hands on his yes. chest, yes. over his heart. And this is almost yes. exactly what CJ does yes. to him. Oh. She's like, Toby. And she puts her hands on her stomach, and it's it's, it's perfect. It's great. But also, I mean, and I love that we see him deal with it, too. So mm-hmm. we see Toby talking to Leo. Like, I love that they right. have a moment to they discuss do. this. Right. <laughs> when, like, the, the president's daughter's been kidnapped. And At least we have Toby saying, I don't know that we need to be talking about this right now. Yeah, this might not be the best that's true. Ever. Leo's like, nope, perfect time. Yeah. Let's dish. Yeah. What's up? So you <laughs> What propose, happened with the house? Yeah, Leo wants the, the scoop because he's a... Then we have to live through the moment of, of Toby oh, saying again my... and hearing again. Gosh. Andy, I will give her, I will cut her some slack. She sure. was very hormonal and about to give birth, quite literally, to twins. However, and I mean, she was married to Toby, which I'm sure was not a, a picnic yeah, walk in the park. But know. he's he's changed. He's he changed. He's been changed. growing. I know. But so, yeah, I love that we've got a Leo and and Toby scene, which mm-hmm. I don't feel like we get that not often. One-on-one. We no. don't get one on ones with them too much. Not at all. And Leo's just being really encouraging, saying that, you know, you're going to be a great father mm-hmm. and not just because everybody's a great father. And I love that Toby was afraid. That he wouldn't love his kids the way he was supposed to. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a pretty common fear yeah. with dads. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe parents in general. Yeah, maybe. But definitely, Toby, it seems like a fitting thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and when the, with the babies, they come with hats. Oh, oh, they come Guys, with hats. Guys, the babies come with hats. I can't, I can't I, handle Toby it. Toby with the babies in general, just forget it. Game over. Yeah. I'm done. Like, he walks up and he's like, I, I don't want to alarm you or anything. But I'm dead. I'm like, dead. Oh gosh, so wonderful. Okay, <sighs> sorry, that was the femaleish moment for the. For the I can't show. help it. I actually am a female. I know, but oh, I am too. In case no one picked up on that, <laughs> I know it's early in the morning and I our voices are a little bit lower. Yeah. We've got like Kathleen Turner voice mm-hmm. here. Um, okay, so other than that, I mean, 
it's speaking of fatherhood, honestly, I guess Bartlett is just in shock or crisis mode because he, yeah. he's not as shaken no, as I, you would yeah, think. I think he's in. Well, I have to assume that someone who has the qualities in them to be president of the United States has that moment that mm-hmm. you click into you in a shift. crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it definitely seems like he's he's in that moment. I, I know a little bit later on he has a conversation with Leo mm-hmm. where you sort of get a little glimpse of that where he, he's like, do you think she's already dead? Oh. Um, but, you know, he definitely, he goes into presidential mode. I think he's handling it the way he knows how to handle it. How he handles any crisis. Any cri- yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's strange because it's so personal, but right. he's not really... Um, Abby, on the other hand. Oh, she just oh, has a breakdown. Stalker Channing. I mean, it's brilliant, but... She just... So, basically, just, if you don't remember, she wants to rush the briefing room. Literally and make just appeal, run into the briefing room. And she's obviously and understandably hysterical, mm-hmm. and everybody has to block her. Yeah. And she actually does get into the room. She does. Which they could open have the door. turned into a story. I mean, probably yeah. did, but it, it could have turned into a bigger story. On its own. She said she just wanted to do it because that's what she's seen other mothers do. Oh. And, and she can't. And she can't do it. Such a specific mm-hmm. life circumstance. Mm-hmm. Like, it is unlike anything and other. Yeah, anything. I, I can't imagine what that's like. No. No, not at all. But they, they talk her out of it. They and talk her down. And she realizes that that would have been a great, huge, magnificent mistake. Yeah. And uh, do we even see, do we see her much? Um, not really. really. The rest of the episode. No, there's just so much there. else going on. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Bartley wants to castrate Jean Paul when he finds we out all that. want to castrate well, Jean Paul. Yeah. When he finds that. out that he was that he gave her basically a date rape yeah. drug yeah. and yeah. whatever. Oof. Ugh. Wouldn't want to be Jean. Guys, you gotta you gotta make good life choices. Make good choices. Don't people. be like Abby Bartlett. <laughs> or no, not Abby. Zoe. Don't be back. Don't, don't like be like Zoe, Zoe Bartlett. And ladies, always keep an eye on your drink. Yeah, yes. You always have to. Don't put to. your drink PSA, down. PSA, let's just get it out there. Don't put your drink down. Don't let strangers. And men even, too. Yeah. Just watch your drinks, guys. That's true. Everyone. Hold it Everyone in your, watch your drinks, Hold okay? it in your hands. Exactly. This is not about drinking. Um, Back to your regularly scheduled <laughs> So Josh has some uh, people that are offering to console him. <laughs> via the fax machine. Okay. It's like Hotline Bling. Talk about this, you used though. to fax me on the oh, fax to, Like, why are people faxing Josh yeah. at all, let right. alone to console to him? I didn't get that. I mean, I don't know how else they would contact him, but it is funny. Are One of those consoling rare moments. Kobe or Leo or CJ? Well, probably. Okay. We just weren't standing at their fax machine when the camera was it's there. It's pretty funny. It of course, Donna, Donna's fielding them all. Donna's like a little bit, she's just kind of, uh, she's just very snarky the whole time. Uh, there's a snarky <laughs> Donna this episode that I love. Yeah. I she's support. She's like the, the nitwit in uh, Iowa. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. people. Oh, yep. She, well, and then it's a good thing that she's fielding them all because she gets. Yeah. This is again, go ahead. Doesn't make sense. She gets the facts. Donna gets the ransom. The facts. ransom note facts. Why are they sending it to Josh? I wonder if they sent it to all of them. I'm just gonna. Oh, this is okay. my like. That's I'm just true. gonna go with it, suspending my disbelief that it it went to all of them. Yeah, and we just happened to see. And it came from a Kinkos. Yeah, I think it came, from a Kinkos, it came from a Kinkos. It's one of my favorite places. I know. Spent a lot of time in Kinkos. It's so orderly it and is. color Office coded. Supplies. And 
there's a quiet right. hum. Of, there is. It's like that warm hum of technology. Of, of productivity. Yep, it's true. Anyway, this Lots is not math for Kinko's. So, oh, so Donna gets the ransom notes. Mm-hmm. And that's when things really kick into high gear. Yeah. Because now we're, we kind of know so there's a picture what we're dealing with. Very bad picture, but a picture of Zoe to prove that she, at least at the time of the picture being taken, was alive. And what she's wearing and the whole bit. And mm-hmm. then they started putting all the pieces together about who it's from, where it came from. And that's maybe a little bigger situation, perhaps, than we anticipated. Yeah. And then we do see that Bartlett references the time when he was trying to get Zoe oh, to take yeah. her detail more seriously and basically told her a story mm-hmm. about how what he is afraid of mm-hmm. is this exact situation. Yeah. I think that was in Mr. Willis of Ohio. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple people write in and, and reference that. So it is, uh, it is interesting. Um, uh, we can pivot here to the fact that this is Sorkin's last episode because you kind of wonder, like, what is his thought process yeah. as this is all happening? So, well, I guess before we get there, we should say that at the end of the episode, Bartlett decides to... Relinquish power. Yeah, to rec- recuse himself. Yes. And to mm. utilize the 25th Amendment, hence the name, 25. Mm-hmm. And John Goodman. What <coughs> Again. A, what an interesting choice. I, I didn't anticipate that. No. It's, it's kind of the last actor I would have put in that role, really. It's so surprising. It's very surprising. I mean, he owns he it. He does a fantastic but there also, job. But there also could have been so many. I don't know how they cast it. It's it's a baffling casting. It could choice. it could have been so many different. It could have been played so many different yeah, ways. Yeah, I mean when you see him walking up the breezeway, just his stature, yeah, the whole they thing. follow the feet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the sound of it. it yeah, it heightens. You're like, who is this person? Well, what's funny is you know it changes the whole dynamic of the show. So what if what if John Goodman was Bartlett from the get go? How about that? Like how would the show have been different? Like, this is where my brain goes, people. I write a whole new show in my brain. Yeah. Um, but he's just such a, not, I don't know, he's not a strange choice, but he's kind of a strange choice. It's me. just that his, um, he's he's just, I don't know if rough around the edges. He's a little rough. A little cocky. He's definitely, yeah, he's definitely well, cocky. Kind of it's alarming. Yeah, it's alarming. It is alarming. Because he says that President Bartlett is relieved. Yeah, oh. Or not, sorry, in context, he yeah, relieves him of yeah. his duty. Basically Bartlett's saying, not relieved. You can, you can go. Yeah. You can leave the room. This is it's, your, oh. Like, I, you would feel like somebody who's stepping into that situation would at least kind of be more tactful and respectful of the fact that so. you are Granted, still. there are definitely people in our current society of. I don't want to talk about whatever it. Whatever that, you, you know, would probably handle it similarly. So, oh, gosh. yeah, it's kind of, I think maybe that's partially why it was such a striking and abhorrent choice to me. It reminded me a little too much of current events, <laughs> but he definitely pulled it off. I mean, he nailed it. He nailed the part. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a, I think it's a, such an interesting choice, nice. like as a, in a literary sense. Oh, Sorkin. I just didn't see So many see questions that for Sorkin. Seriously. Well, we'll have, I'll have to ask him at the ATX mm-hmm. Festival oh, yeah. if he hasn't already been asked about everything. So, basically, there's a really great Hollywood Reporter article it's, that's quite long. And if you haven't read it yet, I'll, I'll post it on Facebook and Instagram and stuff. I think I've tweeted about it before. But... Um, 
So apparently Sorkin had been talking with Tommy Shlami, the director, about when they were going to exit the show. Mm -hmm. And they had been talking about it since the third season. Okay. So this is like, everybody's talking about leaving in the fourth season. Some people do. Some people don't. Some people don't. And then they decided that they were going to leave. And then 24 hours later, they tell the cast. And it was during this episode. Like, they've been talking about it for a while, they and then they decided on it, and then they told the cast. While they were filming this episode? Yeah. Well, geez. Because the next scene that they had to shoot was John Goodman being sworn in. They apparently, allegedly, and we can ask the more the cast members about this eventually, but apparently they gathered the cast in the Roosevelt Room, and they told them that this was their last episode. So just to heighten, like, geez. just to raise the stakes on That's, the episode itself. Wow. Yeah. Interesting insight into yeah. that moment. Shlami said it was a that when the decision was made, it was very quick. We're talking twenty four hours, and it was an incredibly difficult thing, uh, understandably so. So yeah, and then John Wells, who was yeah. who was also part of the uh, producing mm-hmm. staff, uh, and has produced tons of things. So mm-hmm. he's a, he's a pro in his own right, of course. But he, he said to Aaron, like, uh, you wrote a cliffhanger, so what happens next? And then Aaron's like, I haven't any idea. <laughs> John Wells is like, it wasn't a good moment. <laughs> Gee, so he literally wrote the cliffhanger and said, peace out. Yeah, and here you go. Peace out. Here you go. With yeah. Because no, wow. he didn't want them to feel like they had to do a certain thing with it, apparently. No, but he definitely left them in a unique position. Yeah. Oh, I love behind the scenes stuff. I know. But, gosh, I mean, can you imagine? No, no. And how stressed would you be if you were John Wells in that moment? Well, that and just how about the cast, like, filming an episode, mm-hmm. filming a season finale. Mm-hmm. I would have assumed at that point they knew they were being picked up for the next season. So yeah, they of had course, because they can't right, end that. The, the pressure was off in that regard. But to be, you know, corralled into a room on set and told that the creator of your show, the head guy, the showrunner, show, yeah, yeah. Show are gone as of effective almost immediately like when bartlett <laughs> recuses himself we're also yeah. going to be recusing yeah, exactly. ourselves <laughs> sorry yeah. yeah that's got to be a whole lot to take in gosh i can't even imagine and i love and it even talks with elizabeth moss as well so that whole summer between seasons everybody was like coming up to her and asking like oh, are I you bet. okay yeah. what's happening she's like i don't uh. know but i'm having a good summer like thanks <laughs> i mean jeez. Uh. Well, you know, we came back for season five and then some. So I guess all's well that ends well. Does it end well? I don't know. Does it? Stay tuned. I know. Stay tuned for more. Heavens to Betsy. What else about this episode? I mean, it's it's definitely, I like the I like commencement more than this. Yeah. But this has all of the really great Toby stuff in it. This had a vibe about it that I actually really like in terms of, a, a level of I don't know what this says about me. A level of like anxiety-inducing stress that I kind of thrived off. Yeah, in this episode, um, it it again like commencement. It had a very different vibe and feel to it um, that the rest of the show didn't always hold. Uh, and I actually kind of, I really liked it. I mean, this was kind of intense. There's an intensity that just kind mm. of is there the whole time. Yeah, and I liked it. Yeah, a lot. It's not a, a late night flight on Air Force One for no, a whole day. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's not the long goodbye. That's for no. sure. Um, but no, I thought it was. I thought it was solid. 
Yeah, there's a lot of like just little kind of amusing moments to mm-hmm. break it up. Not mm-hmm. like laugh out loud funny, but you know. I did watch this episode uh, a few days, uh, again, a couple of days ago um, at night right before I went to bed. I was like, I'm just going to watch this now. It gave me very odd dreams. Yeah, it's not it was a little it's stressful not a good sleep. It was not good sleeping going to bed, material. Watch, no, no, not at all. I was I was kind of stressed when I woke up the next morning. Yeah. I think I was like trying to find Zoe or something in my dream. <laughs> that was a little. That was a lot. And John Paul. Oh, I gotta hurt John Paul. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, let's see. Yeah, just, uh, honorable mention to uh, we've got like a brief moment with Margaret again. I just feel like Margaret, Margaret deficient. She in my life. She's been underappreciated. Yeah, of late. Yeah, we haven't really gotten a lot of good Margaret moments. And she wanted to, you know, obviously stay up because Leo was staying up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, don't do that because then we'll just have a bunch of people that can't raise their arms and <laughs> like they're so tired." Again, all we always have those moments, those little zinger lines that are mm-hmm. funny and humorous in the midst of, you know, drama. And then we've got Lyman's hose offering oh, gosh. physical comfort in this time of need. And, he, and Josh is like, I don't, I don't ask for that. And Donna's like, yeah, but they must sense it in you. Is that what you like? <laughs> so, it's so salty and snarky. Like She's the most... so snarky. It's like she's hitting her breaking point with it. <laughs> she's it like, is. you know what? Forget it. I mean, it's funny. She's, she's not be being like sweet and supportive in that way in this episode which is strange because in like a crisis you kind of think she would be she just wasn't still i think she's still coming off of the whole are you in love with josh that the lady who remained nameless said just the last episode that's very true Mm -hmm. she's probably still coming off of that and that realization that um maybe she is in love with josh after all i don't know Mm -hmm. maybe maybe that could be a thing we could find out but you know she's She's also probably, I think you just reach a point, especially with a personality like Josh, where you're just like, you know what? Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. In various aspects. You know, like even snark. when the even when the president's daughter has been kidnapped. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I, I suppose it would be annoying if you just see, like, fan mail coming in. And you're oh, just I wouldn't like, like it. I don't want to no. deal with this right no, now. No, not at all. Yeah. No. Um, I like that Toby tells Will that he has to be a lawyer. <laughs> and, and and staff all of these meetings to make sure that no laws are broken mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. things like that. By the way, does Joshua Molina do anything but be a lawyer in TV shows? No. I think that's... Is he a lawyer in real life and we just don't know it? Is he like a no, lawyer this is not the life? grinder. This is not <laughs> like... Josh Molina is not actually Rob Lowe. <laughs> I think see that's been reiterated that, in several different that, ways. See how we just brought all of that back around? All full, those lead to a swing. Full circle. Yeah. Golly, the last Sorkin episode. I feel like we need to like play some sort of sad goodbye du, music. Du, yeah. <laughs> du, du, du. Yeah, it's like his own. I want to know if there are people who have watched up until this point and then stopped. I know, I know that there are people who've stopped, oh, but I'm wondering if there are any listeners who have stopped but are going to continue. Mm-hmm. Will you will you take the challenge? You really Will you should. take the wing in a challenge and finish seasons 5 through 7? We're you so should. close, guys. It's oh, I can't believe we've The end is in sight. Looks like we made it. Yeah, you should. I mean, I do know I actually know a couple people who didn't finish watching it after. Sorkin no, there's left. like a whole faction I'm of sure. them. And I I kind of understand it i i get it i guess but, but not really no, because the show's still real good it's guys. so good and you're so invested in these characters yeah. so it's like saying 
Like, you didn't really care. Yeah. You didn't really care. Fair weather fan. That's what that is. Boom. Masked. Masked as a super fan of Sorkin, but no. Because if you were really a super fan, you would be a super fan of the art that he created, and you would want to see how it was carried out post-Sorkin days. So, just stick with it. It's interesting that he has not seen the rest of the series. But I I get it, kind of. Yeah, it's it's kind of like like if you break up and you don't want to... I mean, I'm not wanting to go back and, you know, see anything that happened with anyone I've ever gone out with or dated in the past. I don't want to know how they're doing in life anymore. Just, that was done. <laughs> End scene, moving forward. I know, but it's it's weird. It, it's it's so many things he doesn't even know happened. You that, know? Yeah, that, that, is, that, that we, we know. know. Yeah, that we know things that Sorkin doesn't know. I know. <laughs> like four. He knows like yeah. a million. I was. <laughs> Yeah, we know we we know something he doesn't know. Hey, there's a lot of great moments coming up in in the rest of the series. It's true, and so worthwhile. And you know, we'll talk about this more as we get through season five, which we will get through season five. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, we will. There, there might be some episodes that are not as stellar, but there might be some things that are hidden gems that we forgot about. Absolutely, new, new, uh, new things we we are going to pick out of it to, you know rip apart and go back together again. There's there's a lot of good stuff to come. So if you haven't watched seasons five through seven, hop on board. Yes, please do. There's a lot of goodness ahead. <laughs> Stick with it. Stick with it, folks. <laughs> well, if there are things that we missed, which is probably true, sure. Just send them send us your thoughts. Andrew didn't miss anything. I missed things. No, it's okay. For sure. Uh send us your thoughts. The West Wing Podcast at gmail.com is our email. You can also hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Wing and a Pod. We'll probably take a week off between seasons, but we're coming back. Mm-hmm. Back bigger, better than ever. That's right. Season five. Season five. Staying alive. That's all. Bye. <laughs> Bye.